Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, it is two days. Today and tomorrow. Well, two shows, that makes right? Two so shows. Two shows, which shows, means two days. So when the show ends to today, yes. then there's one day left. No, because there's still today and then and tomorrow. And then tomorrow as so well. Two. Yeah. Chris, two. redo the promo, bro. <laughs> tomorrow the Rams play. The yep. Rams play tomorrow kickoff at 520. A week and a half away. At 530. It's not more quite a week More than 24 hours away. Is yes, to say more it. than 24 hours away. Two to see. Emily gets me. See, I, I just, yep. I'm feeling like I'm starting to suck you guys into my sure. math that makes no Chris, sense. Chris, get your promos accurate, bro. <laughs> Well, look, there's accurate, and then there's my way, and I prefer my way. That's the way that it is. Can I tell you that I'm kind of fired up for today? Okay. I what happened? I, I don't know. I, I you know how they say you can get used to anything that if you just if you kind of just do it and you yeah. get accustomed to something, yep. it becomes normal. Sit ups every morning. I, well, I've never, I wouldn't know. I, know. I, 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 know. I haven't I gotten into that. Um, no either. Apparently, you can sleep in an 85 degree room. It, it mm. can be done because I did it last night. And I woke up refreshed this morning. Now, soaked, but refreshed. And I'm ready to go. Did you get so, rid of the pillow yet? Uh, no, I'm going to wait till the heat wave expires. And then we'll we'll fresh. Because I don't want to have to buy one every day. Do you hang it up like in the bathroom like a towel? <laughs> <Do you> just... <laughs> I got a clothesline from my bedroom window to the palm tree in the backyard. And I just run it out it's there to get some hang. sun. Just in the morning, it's just <laughs> dripping. Like board shorts Sad, are coming out of the ocean. that is about how it would be. That's I went good. in the ocean yesterday. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's oh, what no, I'm in that's mood what today. it is. Yeah, yeah. I had a I had a moment where um, is this the same thing where with Michael? What was that? A couple months ago. Yeah, you guys playing some football or something. We, like that, we take a, what's around? called a waboba. It's like okay. a ball that bounces on the water. It'll like skip mm. on the surface of the water. They're they're really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just kind of firing it back and forth. Um, and we went down there, and my son and I were in, were in the water, and there, there's a little bit of surf. And Bobby's not here, right? We were down with my son yesterday, okay. and we were in the water, and uh, there was a little bit of surf. I'm not a great ocean swimmer. Okay, okay. I, I can swim, but mm-hmm. I do not like that any sort of surf. I don't know why, but that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. Somebody's think out there. <laughs> <laughs> caught in some kind of well, wave. I don't feel like you're the one that's going to be sprinting through the sand and <laughs> I'm not going to hassle hoff it. I'm yeah. not I'm not going to go charging out there and save anybody. But so we're out there we're kind of throwing the ball back and forth and yep. having a nice time. And it mm-hmm. was a little late. The sun's going down. It's beautiful. Um set rolls in and what you kind of caught in that middle like I I it's it's going to break right on top of me. So I've been in the ocean, you know, you dive down, get underneath yeah. it, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But it kind of spun me around and tossed, you know, the sure. washing machine, the whole thing. Next thing you know, you're you're actually swimming out I, the opposite side <laughs> away from the away from the beach. I pop up. Yep. And my son looks at me and goes, "Man, that feels good to just get tossed around like that." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm getting out." <laughs> Like he was like kind of invigorated by the whole yeah. process. Woke him up a little. <laughs> kind of man, it feels good to just know yep. that you could get. Uh, I'm like, yeah, that, I'm Not glad coming you enjoyed back to that. the ocean for a year. I'm getting out of the water right now. So that was the end of that day. But it, it was invigorating. Okay, it had nothing. It, it had drown. nothing to do with the 85 degree good sleep. Whatever. It's because you went in the ocean. Maybe. 
Maybe. It's because you were it in the ocean. You. <laughs> Perhaps, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was uh it was the water's warm. It was it was fun. <laughs> Thank you, Alan. You will be it's a good at, day. you're gonna be I'm at a church on Sunday. I'm fired up. You know, I, I screwed up a couple months ago. I did this uh came into one of the shows and I this might have been with the Uber driver. Remember that time the Uber driver was driving like forty five and <laughs> sure. you lost it and I was like, No, it was cool. it was warm, it was comfortable, we were we were happy. Um I think I mentioned to you that I did everything but get in the driver's seat and like tell her exactly where to exit and everything else. Mm -hmm. So I'm coming in today. I screwed it up, bro. I had a perfect little exit Dodger stadium. You're driving that, or you're in an Uber? I'm, I was driving this Okay. Morning. But I had this whole thing before I mentioned it. I used to exit Dodger stadium. And then once I exit Dodger Stadium, bam, before you know it, stop sign, take a left, I'm back on the freeway. And all those people that were waiting there on the 110, uh, your thing's on, by the way. I, I get one every day. <laughs> all those people, okay, which one was that one? Was that one you completely forgot or you were doing it on purpose? I already know this one. That one was you forgot. more I forgot. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> that was way too loud to, to was, have one of those. That one was more I forgot. I used to just take this Dodger Stadium exit, no problem, quick little left, I saved a good 10 minutes. I okay. think I would tell you, 10 minutes on the 110, I just completely save. Everybody's doing it now. Trendsetter. I opened up my damn mouth. Now everybody is exiting Dodger Stadium. It's just as bad exiting Dodger Stadium as it, as it is staying on the 110. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I had no, I had no route this morning. You just got to say, 10 minutes isn't too bad. School's back in session. Roads are a little you think more. That's full. what it is, or yeah. you think yeah, they're I all do. listening to the Travis and Sliwa show? No, I think it's and more. And then they wrote down. <laughs> Dodger Stadium, when you're traveling from Pasadena into downtown. Yep. Dodger Stadium, exit, Dodger exit Stadium. two lefts, and you're yeah. back on. I think it probably has more to do with kids being back in school and people being back at work and everybody's doing what they need to do to make oh, the, the roads world go around. The roads are back. Yeah. Yeah, they're super back. Super fun. Yeah. Super, super fun. People it's are just frustrated, it's looking fun. at each other. Not me. Some, 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 somebody had their, their car was literally stopped in the middle of the freeway. People honking. I'm like, her car doesn't work. What are you honking at her for? What do you want her to do? I never understood the honk. What do you want her I've to do? I never understood the honk in traffic. She didn't just decide to just tailgate here on the 110, all right? <laughs> two, her car's not, <laughs> it's not working. Two two reasons to honk at somebody, right? Yeah. The, hey, light turns green and you're not paying, let's yeah. go, let's get it moving. Which honk is that? that that's just a- Like a bum, pop, pop? Bum, bum. Yeah, pop, Just pop. like, hey, you know, stop looking at your phone, let's go. Mm -hmm. Light's green, let's get mm -hmm. it moving. It's not aggressive. Yeah. And then there's the, you're about to smash into me and I need to yeah. to get your attention Couple so you'll honks. slam on the brakes. Yeah, if we're going to go through the what are the honk? rules couple other ones are if you're speeding by me way too fast i'm giving you a hunk really yeah i'm giving you a hunk yeah okay. if you're going 95 well, miles an hour point? what's the purpose of it i don't know <laughs> just makes me feel better okay if you're going 95 on the freeway when everyone else is going 70 and it's just incredibly dangerous and you're a dumbass i'm gonna give you a little i've hunk. never done that have either of you guys ever no, done that because he doesn't care at all he's probably gonna drive faster because he's like oh i got a fan like watch <laughs> yeah like go, go 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 i might be motivating him Taylor, and are not you even a know fast honker are you a finger guy too no, I won't give a finger. No, finger is very aggressive. I give a finger if someone literally almost aggressive. tried to hit me. Honk like, is aggressive, but a honk just feels right. <laughs> if I go out of my way to give somebody a finger, I'm I might as well just pull over and say, "Let's just go let's, at it. Let's do this." That's what I feel like a finger is going to be. <laughs> okay, what's the other one? Um, you said there were two more. I don't know. Sometimes you just got to give a honk. I don't know what the <laughs> well, other you see a be. bird fly behind you. You're you're you in a tunnel. You're in a tunnel. You ever do that? I no, I'm not quite sure what you mean. Honestly, 
I, I, I don't do it, but yes, if you somebody do. else, no, 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 listen. <laughs> I don't somebody, even know what you guys are talking about. If somebody about. else initiates it, somebody else initiates it, I'll, throw, I'll quick, get, get a quick little honk right there. Oh, wow. People yeah. honk. Is it because it echoes? Is that why? Yeah, I don't know why they do it. Why do they do it? Superstition. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know why they do it. <laughs> you just follow along? Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, let's why do not? it. Yeah. Why not? I have a question for you. What happened in- Going let's, 95 let's, miles an hour, son of a- <laughs> Let's call it a week. Okay, what what happened in the last week where we've decided, and by we I mean people in the Dodger universe, have decided that we can openly talk about the fact that Cody Bellinger's been bad for two and a half years? <laughs> what 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 changed? Did did somebody somewhere give a green light like, hey, uh, y'all can start telling the truth about this guy? Because every time you listen to a broadcast or anything else, this has gone from here. Here's what it was for two and a half years. Okay. Boy, he's really struggling right now. But, you know, you're starting to see some signs of life. And he's what a great outfielder. And he runs the bases really well. And you got to give him credit. He's in the cage every day doing all the work to, yeah, I don't know if you can play him anymore. Happened in a week. Like, they, they, had he been struggling, playing, playing one way, and then all of a sudden struggled? Sure. He's been bad for two and a half years. But in the last week or so, we've decided that, hey, you know what? He may not be on the roster in the postseason. He might not start in the postseason. This this changed. It did a 180 in a week. What I, happened? Actually, I, I don't know if I completely agree with that. I, I think a lot of people have been making a case of, dude's not delivering. I mean, the, now, the, the, tone only is thing, different. the only thing people were saying in the past was because of his defense, you get a free pass. Because they would he got lie so many, and say he was getting closer with the bat. They would lie and say he's having. But good who's, at bats. who's they? The people that call the games, the people that are in and around the organization. Mm-hmm. That it was always very positive. Like, hey, he's working towards yep. getting out of this, and now it's like, now nah, he's busted. So, that's a different conversation. I think we have a lot of p- listeners that w- would have either not called into the show. Not listeners. I'm talking about I know. people that are involved on a day-to-day basis with the team. Mm-hmm. Broadcasters, reporters. It's just there There seems to have been a really significant change in tone on how they talk about him specifically. Is that a behind-the-scenes thing? I don't know. Is that a thing within I, the organization I, I where, hey, we're, we may be leaning towards this, and that's enough for some of these other guys to say, okay, well, if that's the case, then let me give my true feelings. There, there's another possibility. There, there's another possibility that I want to come back and we can talk about it coming on on the other side is something happened. And, and nothing like terribly nefarious, but something is different now than it was a week or two ago, and they can't tolerate it anymore. I'll give you my theory coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Are you listening to yourself over there? What are you listening to? How do you sound? Are you self-critiquing? Are you watching yeah, the film, as they good. say? Yeah, it wasn't that good. Well, what are you listening to? So I had my volume up as well. And, <laughs> I can respect it. And I had, But this one was not on purpose. <laughs> okay. And it was uh, Lakers talk from last night. How did it go? Uh, good. Pat Beverly helped out a lot. Yeah, Pat Beverly helped out a lot. He, he was he was fine. More, I, I like him. Why Why did Russell Wilson or Russell Wilson Russell Russell Westbrook decide that everything's great? Let me get you a towel. You look a little sweaty, Patrick. Let me let me towel you off right here. You want to do that now? <laughs> Not really. No. All right, we'll do it later. <laughs> we'll do it later then. All right. Um, it, it, it was. I like Russ being I, there. I'm confused. I, I I'm I'm deeply confused. Let's do it now. All right. So we'll get back let, let's in, do we'll it. Get now. back to Cody. Um. I don't know what's – I usually have a pretty good sense of – you can tell me whatever you want. I know I know how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. I, I know that you're – oh, we, we love this guy. No, you don't. You, you, you'd cut him loose in one second given the right set of circumstances. I don't know what they're doing. I, when, when Patrick Beverly decided uh, – when they made the trade to bring him over, yeah. I'm like, okay, that's the end of Russell Westbrook, and he's still here, and they're about the to be exit getting meetings? along. The exit meetings. I'm like, okay, like, that's the yeah, he'll, be, he'll be gone by the morning. And here he is. Yeah. And Darvin Ham is saying, you know, if he plays defense, it's it just I don't know what their plan is for this group of guys moving forward. All right, let, it's let bizarre. Me, I, I cannot obviously speak for the front office, but I'll give you my opinion on Russ being there yesterday. I respect that Russ – think about any other figure here in Los Angeles over the last year. Who has got scrutinized more than anybody else? We were just talking about Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger gets one-tenth – of the uh, of the ammo that we give towards Russ in the city of L.A. There's nobody else you could talk about here in Los Angeles that over the last year that has been a target and everything has been pretty much a negative connotation. Showed up to the Darvin Ham presser. Showed up yesterday to the Patrick Beverly presser. Every single day there's a conversation about, okay, do they trade that those two picks? Do they trade those two first-rounders? Are you going to Utah? Uh, do, you just make, do you just tell them to go home and not even show up this upcoming season? Every freaking day has been a target towards Russ. I don't know why he shows up yesterday. Neither do I. But the LA media is all there. Every single person is, you know, part of this Pat Bev thing. And and in a time where there isn't that many NBA stories, that's a big story. That Pat Bev, give him a mic, 11, 12 minutes, he's going to say some stuff. He's entertaining. And Russ is there. I, I give Russ some credit of as long as I'm on this team, I'll try to be the best teammate that I can in a weird Do you really way, believe that? why is he going to be there then? I, I don't know. That's what I mean because you're asking the right question. I don't think that I give him Russ, credit. Russell, yeah, I give him credit. I'm not saying credit or not credit. That's I'm disinterested in that. Okay. What, why is he there? Is the interesting part to me, and the answer is I don't know because was this his 14th season coming up? 15? Something like that. Something like that. It, he's been in the league a long time. He's been Russell Westbrook every single season he's been in the league. Mm-hmm. I guess it's possible this will be different. I don't think it will. I think that the dies cast on Russell Westbrook. He is who he is. What made him great is what's making him not great. It, it, it cuts eventually cuts the other way. 
but I don't know why he's there. I, I mean, maybe he's trying to fit in. Maybe he's trying to mend fences. Maybe he's trying to ingratiate himself with the coaching staff, with his teammates. Maybe. It just it doesn't make any sense. I don't know why you wake up one day as a different guy. That well, That's he, the part I can't comprehend. He is there for those reasons because there is no other reason. He is there for the reason of I'm trying to be a good teammate, trying to be a good player, trying to show – um, you know, potentially, I mean, this isn't, <clears throat> it's not like anything's happening on the floor. So it's just specifically off the floor. Um, I, I do think it's a story and I do think that that is the intention because there's no other reason to be there. He's just like watching over him. Like LeBron's not there. AD isn't there. Like, but why is that a bad thing? That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it just I, seems I, like you're kind of trying to like micromanage this press conference by being there and watching him. I feel like it's just, you know, when someone you're annoyed with someone and they just kind of show up all the time and you're just kind of keep on getting annoyed, that's what I feel like is happening here. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I disagree with that. I really do. I, 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 I don't think... know what he's doing. Like I, I, I'm, I'm listening to what you're saying. Makes mm-hmm. sense. I listen to what she's saying. It kind of makes. I, I don't know. It's so unlike everything else he's ever done, other than in the last word. But he was a there. Months. Let's use, let's yeah, use that's, the, the Darvin Ham thing. That's I, the same sorry. thing. This is this is at a time where... I'm lumping all that together. I, all of the post-season stuff, mm-hmm. all of the post-exit interview, like you mentioned, everything since then has been bizarre. There's been... The, he shows up at the couple of press conferences. He doesn't go over and give LeBron a little love. Was it in Vegas where they were there together? Yeah, the, like, there's the... just all these disconnected pieces to all of this that... They make a trade for a guy that you would assume would push him out the door, only it hasn't. It None of it, there's not a clear line through yeah. it. Like Usually you can look at these things and say, oh, okay, they're doing this so they can do this so they can ultimately do that. I, I don't know what the steps in this process are. I'm completely flummoxed. Well, I, I still wouldn't even be shocked if in two weeks <laughs> from now he's trying That's to, what I mean. Yeah. That, that, that is not only possible still relatively likely i think that if they could find something they liked they do it in a second i don't think that rob palinka or darvin ham is thinking hey you know he showed up at a couple of press conferences let's give this another shot i think that if they had a deal that they'd like they'd move it in a second that they would do it that they are not married to him they are open-minded to the Mm -hmm. possibility of him playing slightly differently but they're also one of those yeah, we're going to give you a chance to do it, but just understand the second you don't do it, that's a wrap. May, the only other thing I can think of, too, is last year, you know, in a, in a weird way, Russ had leverage, I guess. He had leverage because he still had another year on his contract. He had leverage because Coach Vogel, I, he's shown a, a few different times during the season that he was going to do, Frank Vogel was kind of going to try to be politically correct with that team. He was going to try to do good by Russ. He was going to try to, in a weird way, hey, can I keep this thing together? The answer was no, you can't keep it together. B, he was better off, Frank Vogel was better off saying, well, if I'm going to get canned, then I'm going to do whatever the hell I think. And if that means not playing Russ or doing this or doing that, I'm just going to do it because they're going to, I'm going to get fired anyways by the time the season ends. Darvin Ham's in a completely different situation. Maybe that's a leverage thing. Maybe Russ understands and realizes when this $47 million contract is done, what is his future in the NBA? He might not have one. I, I don't know, right? Yeah. It may, maybe it's a $10 million deal. Maybe it's maybe nothing. Maybe out of the league. Right? Yeah. So with that in mind, and Darvin Ham in the first year of his contract, Darvin Ham's got – he had that quote yesterday of – I think I have it. This one here? If they play defense, 
if they play defense, you know, any, and we got a while that's still a, far, a ways off, but definitely. I mean, it's a, and you, people get caught up in the starting lineups a lot, but you look at who's, who's finishing games, and those starters, they're out there to set that tone for our entire team throughout the game, but that's still far a long ways off, but I'm not scared of that. Okay, so I agree with what you're saying, that the tone, that Darvin Ham doesn't have to get along with Russell Westbrook. He doesn't. He he can take a position of, hey, listen, I need you to play defense and never shoot a three, and if you don't follow what I need you to do, you're not going to play. And the team will back him up on that. I think that's the biggest difference. That Frank Vogel was hand – Frank Vogel, I, I believe this in my heart. And talking to people that know these things, I think I, – I, I feel that this is right. And I don't think Frank Vogel ever wanted him to come here in the first place. I think he was like, guys, this will not work. This does not fit. This is not the team that we, we're a defensive team. He doesn't play. This is not a good fit. And mm-hmm. then it was like, hey, you're getting him anyway. Figure, Figure this out. out right? Mm-hmm. And so now I'm in a position where I really don't think it's going to work, but I got to make it work. My bosses are telling me to make it work. I have to try to make it work. Whereas the organization now is in a position where, hey, look, if it's Darwin, if this isn't working Final out. Final year of his contract. Cut it, cut his legs. We're you trying know, we're, to we're do done. what we're trying to do. If 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 we we'll find a, if we find a place for him, then maybe we get a chance to trade him. You're in charge. If this mm-hmm. doesn't work for you, you do what you think. That's the biggest difference, I think, is that the coach, and it happens to be Darvin Ham, has been empowered by the team yeah. to do as you see fit as mm-hmm. opposed to, hey, listen, we just moved a whole bunch of – got to figure this. That's a totally different assignment as opposed to, hey, if it works, good for you, but if it doesn't, don't feel like you have to force it. So that quote right there, is, he's not talking about – somebody's asking him, hey, will this be your starting backcourt? Is it going to be Patrick Beverly and Russell Westbrook? When he says if they play defense – He's not talking about Patrick Beverly. No. Patrick Beverly's in the league. Because one of the only reasons defense. why is because he plays defense. It's the only reason why they go probably go trade for him. So he's obviously talking about Russ. He can say that, right? Would that have not that would have been odd to hear that last year coming from Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel in a in a press conference talking about Russ being there. Would never hey, happen. is Russ going to be starting on this team? Well, let's see how he does defensively. <laughs> right. That's not going to happen, right? No. One year later, Darvin Ham is in a position where he can say, well, let's see if, if this guy is basically buying into what the team needs him to do. And if he's not, and there's seven, eight, nine minutes left to go in the fourth quarter, and Austin Reeves is in there with Patrick Beverly because he didn't like the way Russ is playing, nobody's going to say anything. I have no idea what they're doing with the guy. I really don't. And, and it, it makes it far more interesting to me than it did before because you just figured it was a matter of time until they got rid of him one way or the other. We'll either trade him, we'll either not play him, we'll send him home. The end result seemed inevitable. Not so much anymore. Now, I, I just I just don't know. And it's oddly invigorating because mm-hmm. I think it could be a disaster, but it there's the there's that little lane where, yeah, maybe, maybe, and maybe is kind of fun to think about. Well, he he brings and just going back to the Pat Beverly piece of this. He brings something that the Lakers just didn't have all last year. They just didn't have it. You know, he was talking about every team that he's played on in the NBA has made the playoffs. And he was pretty open and honest about, look, the Lakers didn't make the playoffs. Uh, I I get there's 17 NBA. I get there's 17 banners here. What have you done for me lately? Which rings to every Laker fan. He brings this incredible honesty 
of I'm going to say it how it is. I'm never going to sugarcoat it. And that's kind of how he acts when he's on the floor as well. You know, kind of a nuisance, but he's you kind of get what you get from him. They didn't have that last year. So for that brief little 24-hour period, I got excited listening to that that presser. What is it going to mean? Well, AD's got to play. Bron's got to be great in his 20th year. All these other things have to work yeah, out perfect for the Lakers. Yeah, that we should have opened with that. <laughs> because that's the part that makes that's the a, difference, that's right? The, that's the whole if season. If Anthony Davis plays 40 games again, Patrick Beverly doesn't make a world Three of goals. difference. If, 10 if, games will if, if LeBron James misses another 20 games this year, then what are we talking about? Right, that 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 was even closer to thirty. Right, that's what he missed. It was he missed twenty or more three years in a row for a guy that was basically bulletproof for the first fifteen years, sixteen years of his career. He's missed some time by normal standards, not a ton, but by his standards, quite a few. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Uh, let's see here. Trav, do you know how to install an AC window unit? Uh, it's much easier than you think. That's from Tim. Of course I don't. Of course I don't, Of course we do. Who, you know who you're talking who you to? you're talking to. Exactly right. Do I, I mean, know why I'm... would you even send that tweet, Tim? Imagine, have you ever picked one of those things up, an AC unit of the window? Of course, window? 100%. No, I'm being serious. Have you ever tried to pick one up? It's heavy. Um... Okay. It, yeah, it, I, have. It, it, I it's, have. It's heavy. It's yeah. not so heavy that you can't, but it, it's yeah. heavy. Now, I want you to imagine putting that in your window and it could potentially fall on something. I don't do it. I don't do it that way. <laughs> I How cut through it? the drywall mm. next to the window. Create a hole. Yeah, because I want. I still want the window. So I put it right next to it. It's next to the uh, flat screen. Do I have any idea how easy it is? Of course it is. Give me a break. I uh, could maybe, if it were as easy as taking it out of the box mm-hmm. and plugging it in, perhaps. But the second yeah. you have to mount it in the window, and yep. where I would need it is on the second story of my house, mm-hmm. which means it could fall, which means it could kill somebody. Yeah. I don't think that's in the future for me. It's no problem. You want to come over and do it for me? My schedule right now is crazy. <laughs> well, I'll pay you. I'll give you tacos and beer. That would be an awful... That'd be the... The biggest waste of money you've ever spent in your life. <laughs> I, I would know. use your money to go hire somebody to go do it. I don't know if they'll take tacos and beer and trade on the they might. open market. They might. I'm not yeah, saying it's might. impossible. They might do it. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to Valencia and Lewis. Lewis, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Lewis? Hey, great show, guys. I listen to the every day. I listen to the whole lineup. You guys are the best. Uh, Travis, Thanks, I'm going to back you up on this. My son plays travel baseball, and he's just 10. <laughs> 
and you absolutely have no time to go golfing. You should just take your clubs and put them in Slee's trunk. Cause yeah, no, there's <laughs> – listen, I can fit um, one more – Got enough set room for another set. One more set of clubs. Get them in here. Perfect, yeah, because he's not going to be able to use them until a long time. Um, Cody Bellinger, I've been saying this for two, two and a half years, two years now. He's terrible. He's never going to he, – he's two in his head – and I think the reason that people are starting to say, you know, come out with it and just be okay with it, we used to always think he was going to get back to MVP status. Man, that's never going to happen. Trace Thompson, the emergence of Trace Thompson coming back, he can hit righties, he can hit lefties. And to me, Cody Bellinger has always been saying in, in the lineup because of his defense, Trace Thompson is really good defensively. I mean, you watch that kid, he will run through a wall just to stay on the team. There's nothing getting past him. He's fast, he's got an arm, and he looks super comfortable anywhere they put him out in the in the outfield, whether it's center, left, or right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why people are more comfortable talking about Bellinger not being on the 25-man roster when the playoffs come. What about you guys? Okay, Lewis. So th- this is the most obvious answer to what the, the, what we're talking about, that because Trace is playing at such a high level that, mm-hmm. oh, we have a plan B to take Bellinger off the field, put Trace on the field, we're a better team. I get that. It makes perfect sense. I, I think that there's a better than average chance. Game one, in your, your opening day game one lineup, your outfield and right field is going to be Mookie Betts. Trace is going to be in center. Joey Gallo might be in left field. That could be your opening outfield because Chris Taylor can't find the baseball all of a sudden either. Let's put that aside for a second. I get what you're saying that Trace gives them optionality. Guys, they've had other people that are hitting better than a buck sixty in previous seasons. Mm-hmm. This is not a Trace has played so well and gotten just marginally ahead of Cody Bellinger that he's hitting three hundred. Cody's it's not that Cody's been bad to your point, Lewis, for, for a long time, two plus years. Mm-hmm. My question is, why now are we deciding to do this? Because maybe there hasn't been somebody quite as as capable as Trace available to, but they've had other options. They played Gavin Lux in the outfield last year. That's how bad Cody Bellinger was. So I get what you're saying, but it turned it did a 180 within the last 10 days or so. And here's my theory. I don't know if somebody in the organization, somebody that, that's got some juice, it's just fed up with the, hey, we need you to do this, or we need you to work through it like this. You can't have a new approach every day. You can't, every time he's in the box, it seems like he does something that's different from the time before. Jerry Hairston basically lit him on fire yeah. on the broadcast and For talked two about minutes. how this is one of the best athletes in Major League Baseball, and you're up there and you look completely unathletic. That only happens because you're stuck in this rut that you can't quite find your way out. They may have finally just said, we've tried everything with this guy. He's not doing what we're asking. He's not making improvements. He's going from plan A to B to Q to 7 to X. We're done. They, they, they just could have hit the saturation point of, we can't help you anymore. We have to move on. So if that's the case, and that gets leaked out to wherever that gets leaked out, maybe that's why it's a conversation, not between myself and a couple of listeners and you got some tweets and this and that because I, I do agree with you the trace thing what you what we've been saying about Bellinger is okay have him start the game he's your center fielder he's your def- you gotta have guys on the defensive side that can be there that you can depend on and when you got so many bats like the Dodgers do it's not like the Dodgers technically are going to win or lose a game on Cody Bellinger's bat. They have not depended on Cody Bellinger's bat in two years. So 
for that to kind of change, there has to be this type of setup of don't be surprised or shocked that by the time you get to October 1st year in the playoffs that Bellinger is not playing in center. Because even if, I think we were talking about this yesterday, to keep him off the roster, wait a minute, why wouldn't he, why wouldn't he be a part of the 25-man rotation? So when you have a lead of 3-1 to one in the seventh inning and you want Bellinger going at center or you want Bellinger to run for somebody else, there's still ways that you can use Cody Bellinger sure. to your advantage. That's why it's. I, I don't think there has to be some issue that it doesn't go from two and a half years. Right. This didn't start a month play ago. This didn't where, start a hey, month look, ago. Look, he's ice cold. We can't snap him out of it. We we need to find offense wherever we can. He has been a below major league average. Right. A, a below a replacement level player now for a while. This is not new. And all of a sudden, it's open season on him. It, it, it's it's a really different dynamic like for instance I, I use this analogy with you off the air if all of a sudden in the middle of the season with the yeah. lakers yeah just out of nowhere everybody said boy anthony davis gets knocked on his butt a lot what's up with that <laughs> he'd be like wait what i mean i mean no we've all been seeing it but nobody really says it like uh, yeah okay I, something's something's up that we're sure. saying it out loud now sure. and all of the things are being said out loud and, and it's not just one guy it's kind of across the board in the universe and it's gonna happen. Are you had to guess? I, I'm shocked. You had, to, you had to guess right now, just guessing right now. Playoff start. Where, where's Cody Bellinger? He's on the roster, but I don't think he's playing. But, but where it gets complicated, he, Chris Taylor is going to be on the roster too. Chris Taylor is struggling. Uh, ice cold doesn't yeah. begin to. When, when the manager describes your swing and miss rate as alarming, things are not going well. Dave Roberts is not a a panicker. Okay, he's not somebody that freaks out yeah. over the, especially a player like Chris Taylor who has a track record. Mm-hmm. When he says, "Hey, it's alarming that he's swinging and missing," and all, so you have Joey Gallo swings and misses a lot. Yeah. Okay, so now you've got three swing and miss guys. Now you've got to have some guys that can do multiple things. Chris Taylor does; he can play all yeah. three outfield positions. Yeah. He can play all four infield positions. He's going to be there. Cody's kind of center field or nothing. Mm-hmm. Joey Gallo is feast or famine, but the feast happens more often than it does with Cody Bellinger. Bellinger's the odd guy out. I I just don't know why we got there all of a sudden. I'm not saying that this is new, but when you run him out there every single day for two and a half years, knowing what the result is going to be, and now we've decided we've had enough, Mm -hmm. that's the interesting part to me. You know you're a pretty good team when you're talking about whether Bellinger, Gallo, and Trace Thompson, like trying to figure out that last spot or two. It's crazy. Like think about it's that. It's crazy. Think, think about that. For that, for that to be our conversation, and it's the truth. The truth is that that just shows you kind of how stacked. You had a point earlier that you're going to have right now. The Mets and the Braves are in a dogfight. Mm-hmm. By the way, that's a critical position. There, it's great news. You get a buy. It's great news. You don't play in that first round. Huge. And they're going to have to play almost similar to what the Dodgers and the Giants were doing last year. Kind of playing all 162 Scherzer's games. Scherzer's on the IL. Scherzer's on the IL. Um, you got to get down all the way to the end because, of course, they want to avoid. They want that buy. That buy is so critical. Huge. 
whatever. And the team that gets the bye is mm-hmm. probably going to play the team that doesn't get the bye in the next round. That's right. So let's say the Mets win, or the Braves. The Braves win the division. Mm-hmm. They get the bye. The Mets will probably win their wild card matchup, which means they go at it all over again yep. and they beat the you know what out of yep. each other again. Did look? Remember how gassed the Dodgers looked by the time they got to the Braves? And and who they, they, they were they were done. And, and who they play? They play the Giants exactly same in team. five games. It's the exact same setup. Yeah. The the formatics are slightly mm-hmm. different. But the results, you hope, are exactly the same, where I have to spend so much energy, I have Mm -hmm. to use so much pitching, I have to get so deep into my team that by the time the Dodgers are there cracking their knuckles waiting for you, that's not a good matchup A couple weeks ago, the Mets had a pretty good cushion on the Braves, and you didn't think it was going to be something like that. Something like that, and Braves are playing. By the way, we might be in a couple weeks from now, and the Braves might have locked up. They might have a three, four, five-game cushion, and, and this isn't the case. But that's uh, that changed pretty quick. By the way, Christopher Holmes says, um, "Oh no, no, this is Dan Peralta. Cover five winners should go to Home Depot with the guys. <laughs> Install Travis HC unit. Hey, then end the night talking. at the ER with Travis and Orsley. <laughs> I mean, we'd have our bases yeah. covered, and Emily can drive because she likes to drive. She loves everywhere. driving. Exactly. She loves driving. Cover five. Figured it out." If that's out. not a reason to play cover five, what is? There you go. Ask Slee. It's been way too long yeah. since we've done Year an Ask Slee. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. All right. If you want to get in on the phone, you know how to do that as well. 877-710-ESPN. Oh, 877-710-3776. Nearly two weeks. Yeah, and then we were going to do it yesterday, and Taylor was like, freaking screw you. This is mine. It wasn't. I backed out. It wasn't a Tuesday. It was Tuesday yesterday. Yeah, no, I, right? I, I, yeah, I got it out of the way. You'll wait your t- as much as I like it. Yeah. You, you know, you have your three days. Sure. He has two, his two, and that's how it works. You ready? Yeah. It's from Miles, and Miles writes, Trav is facing quite the dilemma for tomorrow's Rams game. Yep. Does he dress professional for the first game of the year, or... <laughs> Bust out the sleeveless Black Sabbath shirt and studded belt for the Aussie halftime performance. Go barefoot, number one. <laughs> um, definitely wear board shorts. Meet some of the new partners that we have. Shake their hands with a sleeveless shirt. And at some point during the concert, because you're going to be doing your halftime show, mm-hmm. just stop talking and just listen to the music. Yeah, it's freaking go crazy. <laughs> By Go the crazy. way, that, that's the only song he's going to play tomorrow, right? We're going to come out, yep. we're going to do he plays Crazy it three Train, times. and we're done. Yeah, so he plays crazy it three Train's times. Kinda, what, do you have the total running time? That's got to be a good four and a half minute song, right? Yeah. And the halftime isn't that long in a normal I was going to say, the Kirk and I are on during the half for about five minutes, so I could see basically- That's it? Yeah, the half half's huh. tight. And random question, how long do you think NFL halftime is? 15 minutes. 13 minutes long. Hmm. It's fast. It turns around really they gotta quickly. They got to roll the stage. They got to yeah. do other stuff. Yeah. So Ozzy's gonna do his one song when they're saying to, when when they're saying to break like, hey, it's over, but you're not done with your point. You just go an extra couple of minutes. <laughs> just like how JB, I'll get you. Just, just give me a second. We're, we're gonna go long here, guys. Tell, tell the referee not to put the ball on the team. We want to finish. If our it's Greg. Here. He gets right out. Oh yeah, no, with Berg, that's yeah, different. <laughs> All right. Uh, when flying alone and you have the window seat, do you mm-hmm. feel obligated to open the window for the row, Ooh. or are you setting the tone early by not? Touching it and keeping it closed. It's from John in Fullerton. Um, I, I'm. Uh, listen, if somebody asks me, I'm most likely going to have it open. Okay. Okay. If somebody asks me, which I think would be, if somebody asks me, hey, can you close the window? I'm probably going to be a nice guy, but that's going to bother me. Go on. I, I've had this before where somebody was at the window. 
and the sun was just glaring in like a really bad glare but she was sleeping and she had a hood on so I'm like can you please close the she was fine no problem she closed it and that's because like I said like if she was looking out the window then I'm probably not going to say anything if I'm looking out the window and somebody's asking me to close a window, come on, brother. It, it, it's an aggressive ask, but I think I would, I think I would close it and then just I, silently be upset about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we have a lot yeah, of similarities. I guess, I guess yeah. I'll close that, and and I, I would I would Wait, say it with attitude. I'd probably leave it like a crack open. I, I would close it for a while. Where are we flying to? Here's the question. Where are we flying to? We're taking off time? out of LAX. Where are we going? Yeah. And what time? Yep. Because okay, if, it's, if it's yeah. like an overnight like red you. eye, you're flying to like Morocco. Okay. <laughs> well, that's it. I'm going to do whatever I want because I don't care. It's a direct. But if we're flying from, let's say, 18 hours, don't laugh. LAX to conversation here. Vegas. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's an hour, right? And we're leaving at 8 o'clock in the morning. So the sun's up, it's mm-hmm. bright, it, it's ready to go. If you ask me to close it, I will close it, but I'm also reopening it about 20 minutes into the flight because I, I want to look out the window. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm not going to keep it closed Vegas. the entire time. And I don't like somebody telling me, like, you're sitting on the aisle. <laughs> if you wanted the there's, window, you Yeah, there's got, certain things that you get at the aisle the that I don't get. <laughs> should have gotten the A or the B group. I'm not want, telling you to move up. your foot so I could put my foot out towards the aisle and get more space. That's what you get at the aisle. Darren Pollock writes, if you were to try and play water polo, how many minutes into true. the game before you drown? <laughs> that was an evil laugh by Emily. It's pretty rough. She wanted sport. me to go down. It's pretty rough out there. Uh, yeah, it's not good. I've never played water polo. I've never had a true battle or a fight in water. I'm going down in you know 20 seconds. You know how to Little swim, water right? in my nose. The whole cycle is starting. You're just gulping the drowning water the surface. And all I have to do is stand up. It's it's three and a half feet. That's where I'm at. All I have so, to do is stand up. But at that very point. compelling water polo game <laughs> in a three-foot pool. But <laughs> sure. We're getting to the deep end. I'm just <laughs> in that situation. Sometimes when we practice, like if you don't want to practice with good pressure, you just put like a finger on them. And then it just feels like I think in that situation, you would just start drowning. I put a finger on you and it just start drowning. Yeah, no, that that's a sport that's not for me. The the I, I can like I said, I can swim, but somebody trying to hold me under the water is a bad yeah, deal. Water sports, that's not. All right, so you got your phone out. I'm gonna yeah. give you a second. You need to open that to your photos, and and we're gonna get to okay. that one in a second. But first, Lamel says, does Slee tip on the bill total before or after tax? Uh, after tax, after tax. So if it's fifty bucks after tax, then we're leaving ten bucks. You're going to leave 20%. 20%. Yeah. Hey, do, do some people, I know that some people take the alcohol out, especially if you buy like a bottle of wine or something like that. I didn't like know that. that. I, I, I didn't know do that. it either. Yeah. Because it's like, let's say you get a yeah. moderately priced bottle of wine. It's 50 bucks. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's going to juice the tip pretty good, but it's also the, other than just popping the cork out, there isn't much to do, but I always leave it in anyway. This is the dilemma that I'm currently in. I'm with you. I'm going to leave 20%. For the most part, I'm going to leave 20%. Maybe a little, for the most part, 20%. My dilemma is if every single one of these now, you go pay with your card, they're asking for a tip. It's 15, yeah. 18, or 20%. Yeah, can I tell you the truth? I I, 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 I do it every time. I don't know what to do. I, I say yes every single time. It's one I'm of not those, leaving 20%. No, no, I'm not leaving 20%. If I went and got a no, cup no, of coffee. That's different. It's not 20% anymore. 10%? It's, yeah, if it's a cup even of coffee situation, even a cup, but it's it's the last one. But when they spin that thing around, it's like, 
All right, you got me. Yep, and I they're, don't looking, have the, they're I, looking right into your eyes. I don't have the courage. And they know, hey, no. you go towards the well, left. They spit it back. <laughs> yeah, they know. They, they know the screen. Yeah, they, they see the new total. They I like try to, to sneak my left hand in to try to do it. All right, phone out, Slee. This is right, from Darb in the OC. Yep. What is the first and last picture in your camera roll? All right, last picture. So yesterday, uh, I thought it was kind of funny. Um, my girl is sleeping, and Rookie decides to get on the bed. There's no space for me, bro. <laughs> okay, no so space. Rookie and yeah. Lady Slee in yeah, the bed. Yeah. Okay. There's no space. So that's the most Actually, recent one. I haven't even one. shown her. I haven't even shown her that. The Rookie looks a little bigger than the last yeah, time we saw him. He's a big yeah, guy. He's getting bigger. What about the uh, first, first one? photo? Jeez. Remember, my phone's from <laughs> That's true. 1994. This, this phone was, I believe, the prototype that Steve Jobs held up in Actually, 2007. No, we could go to years. Let's see. All the way Come down. <laughs> what do you got? If it's another picture of a dog, I'm going to be deeply disappointed. <laughs> um, mm, mm, kind of an interesting one. Back in 2017, that's how long this thing scrolls back to. Okay. Um, Lakers were in Vegas. They okay. had their preseason. So I got a couple here of, uh, what is this, Kuzma. This is so perfect. This is so on Sliwa's brand that it's Lakers and Rookie. This is Actually, no. tremendous. Hollywood Bowl, which I thought it was his last show. Burning, Burning, Burning Spear. Spear. Last show. Five years ago, he said he's doing his last show in California. You are always And then on five brand. years later. He's back again. I'm like, wait a minute. Ruining you for a Wednesday morning my- radio show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Slee is at good, the Raider Charger question. game. Last yeah. one. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the Raider Charger game, and you get put up on the big screen. Yep. Do you chug your beer, do mm-hmm. a dance, or something lame like just wave? Hashtag ask Slee. I go, let's effing go. <laughs> okay. And I start doing this. No, nice. Raider fans the, do. You do like, is that Rick? That's, that's uh, Macho Man. Oh, Hulk. Hulk that's Hogan the Hulk. used to do that. You do the, the double yeah, flex. And there's no muscles at all. But doesn't I'm matter. Doing that, you got your right? Raider shirt on. Yep. You've dropped an F bomb in front of 80,000 yep. people. Dropped an F bomb. We got And I'm going like, I'm just going wild, just Raider esque. I've got hope for that. That yeah. is the most Raider answer yeah. you've ever given. Yeah. Because you want to be. Yep. Um, profane. Yep. You want to be aggressive. Yeah. And and on top of that, if Berg tries to get in my moment, I'm swinging at Berg because <laughs> there's nothing Raider more fans. like Raider fans fighting each other. That's all. That's that's exactly yeah. on brand for yeah. Raiders. I'm trying to find you one more bonus one. Um, oh, here you go. This is it. This is from Trevor. New new face, new name. I like this. Trevor Fredrickson. <laughs> Pretty funny one. Right, Mike C. Who is the college football favorite? Alan Slee was top four teams thus far. As the college football yeah. enthusiast on the program. Uh, we'll go Georgia, Good Alabama, call. Good call. Ohio State. Okay, these three, I knew who you And have. I'm throwing SC number four. Number four yeah. already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, Rice. Yeah, that's all they needed. 166 <laughs> points showing against San Diego State's five. Give me a sleeper. Give me somebody outside the top ten who will be in the top four or five by the time we're done. Somebody who's out the top ten? Where's Clemson? Probably the therefore. Are they four? They did not look like a number four team against uh Georgia no, they did Tech. Not. They're My four goodness. preseason, man. I'll double check now, but was it Florida State that beat LSU? Yes. Yes. We'll go Florida State. Okay. Yeah, we'll okay. go Florida State. Now they had to fumble on their own one yard line, yeah. but hey, some weirder things have happened. I thought that was in, what John was mentioning yesterday. I don't think that's common. The going for two? Yeah, it is, especially in college football. That's mm-hmm. common at the end right there at the, I, I win it. 
win it, especially if you got all that momentum. But if you got that momentum, you might as well go to overtime. The momentum's in your in your really hands. Stop, you st- the game stops for like ten or twelve minutes, mm-hmm. right? Thompson's when you, when I got right. you on the run, I'm gonna make you stop me one. You haven't stopped me in f- five minutes. Why are you gonna be able to stop me right now? They went 99 yards in like 40 seconds. SC versus Rice, my top four. <laughs> Rice is not good at football. All right, Rams and Bills tomorrow at SoFi Stadium. It is a huge game. It is a sexy game. It is the opening game. Two great teams playing. There's also something that is not going to be determined tomorrow. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.